Ready to do this? Mm-hmm. All right, and now for the 300th time, his name is Clarkson. It is. My name is Jim. We talk shit about movies who you don't have to. Ladies and gentlemen, for the 300th episode, we are the Film Thugs. Barbarics! Uh, God damn. I love that. The, I think it was Redrick responded like, I, I want to listen to this song all the time. This is the song you want to drive to. Because this song will spontaneously make a badass car chase happen. Yeah, it's true. It's so awesome. Like Genuinely, that is a driving man song right there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 300. 300. I can't believe we've done 300 episodes. I can't either. Of anything. And I was here for at least 200 of them. <laughs> That first one, six years ago. Fuck, fuck man. Jeez. Sitting on a sitting at a little table. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now for this one, I just we decided that instead of doing like some special jamboree type bullshit, what I love about podcasts like this is, you know, hearing the good conversation, but also finding out about shit you didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Finding out about stuff that you didn't know exists. This is one of those movies that not enough people know about. And it should be like tops of everyone's lists for just rewatchable, genuinely enjoyable, delightful films. It's an entertaining, good time. It is an entertaining, good time. It's one that I was excited to show you because it was like all the criterion that you haven't seen. This is the one that I bet you're going to be like, yeah, I will watch that again. I will fucking watch that again. This has that same uh, Fletch-like Yes. Like, yes. I just uh-huh. watch this all the time. And what's great? I just want this on in the background. Yeah. It's not like gut laugh and fall down funny, but the number of times in that movie that you're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. This is perfect. It is amazing. But before we get to that, funny, ha ha, not funny, queer. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about shit that we have not talked about in the past couple of weeks. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, did a triple feature day where we watched Ant Man, The Martian, and Jurassic World. Yeah. Two of them. I really, really liked oh, yeah? one of them. Eh. Jurassic World. It it's it's like Jurassic Park, but without all the parts that make you want to watch it again. It has world in the title. Yeah. Um. Really, it, it's one where I was talking about it with people at work, and they were like, "Oh no," because it's the kind of movie like, "No, no, no, no." Jurassic Park was that kind of movie, and it had big old plot holes in it. But Spielberg is really, really good, and yeah. is able to do that in a way that you're like, "I want to watch this again." Right. This one. Eh. Okay, and you can Spielberg with the first one proved you can do both. Oh yeah, you can absolutely do both. You can have a fun little popcorny. I don't want to think too much about it, but you still want to go back and revisit it. I don't want to. I don't care if I see that one again. Um, oh no, yeah, no. Ant Man. I was genuinely surprised by. I had a rosé. It was delightful. <laughs> that guy, Michael Pena, is the fucking man. Yeah. He does not get the respect he deserves because he does drama really well. But him in comedy, have you seen 30 Minutes or Less? Mm-hmm. You can't kill to me, man. <laughs> He's so fucking solid. He stole it. He stole that. It's one of those things where you look at it like, yeah, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, fine. That motherfucker no. needs his own spinoff movie because Perfect. he is on point. And The Martian... That is an outstanding movie. Watched it last night, as a matter of fact. Really, really good. I'm going to have to science this shit. And I love the, the insanity that comes in where he's like, 
well, technically he's under maritime law. No, no, he, he explained, he, it, he explained to it to us. Like, yeah, all he gets is the little bit of time where he is t- typing to you. Best uh, motion picture of the Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Of musical or musical a comedy? Musical or comedy, sure. That look on Ridley Scott's face that he always has, uh-huh. apparently he's a time traveler. Because right. th- that happened to him, and he's uh-huh. gone back through time and just had that face. Right. Like, what? What? Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are funny moments in it, but that movie's not a comedy. It's not a comedy. No. I don't give a shit how you look at that. <laughs> right. It's not a comedy. Uh-huh. Is it a musical? Did we did we miss part of there it? There is music in there it. There is music in there it. There is so. disco music in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, when he gets up, you smell terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I do. haven't had a shower in a while. <laughs> it's, it's, and it was a really solidly entertaining, very smart science yeah, fiction yeah, it was movie. Good. I liked it. It was, it was fantastic. I absolutely loved it. It's really good. Um, the only like thing that has happened that I really need to talk about on some level, I have not heard former Governor Sarah Palin speak since she was vice presidential candidate, mm. at which time she sounded like every other politician in the world. Yes. And I always wondered, why does everyone say she's so stupid and crazy? She sounds like every other politician. Then I heard her endorsement. And the I was recommended like, <laughs> amount of dedicated wham I should have to serve her. Yes. Oh my God, she is a for real crazy person. Mm-hmm. I love the edits that they've done where they've turned it into a beat poem. Yep. yep. I get what she's doing. I don't think she's stupid. I think she's quite brilliant because she's playing this fucking market exactly as she should. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I do think she is a crazy person. Her family is just fucking hill trash. She's like, got two kids, got an got a, got a abstinence preaching daughter with two kids out of wedlock, got a son beat the shit out of his wife from PTSD that he doesn't have. It's all, they, they straight, everything about him is like, fuck, this is, yeah, this hill folk. Yeah, well, welcome. I welcome am, to it. I, I am not upset by it. Like, yeah. I think it's hilarious. It's, she has a certain amount of pull with yeah. a certain kind of person. Mm-hmm. Donald knows that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and it's a way of dominating a, a news cycle or two. Exactly. To drown out your opponent yeah. during an yeah. Iowa caucus. Yeah. And well not during the caucus itself, but right. leading up to the caucus. Yeah. And uh that's how you do it. It's hilarious. That's how you do it. Yeah. Hmm, how can I do this? Hmm. Where I can get not just the news talking, but I need entertainment talking too. Yeah. What's some red meat I can throw to these piranhas? I got this hot crazy broad. Let's I throw her out you. there. She'll Sarah make Palin. this happen. Oh, what should I wear, Donald? Uh, Something silver and crazy. Proud, clinging, bitter, clinging. Yeah, whatever. Right. Silver, silver, fu- silver hawks are go. My friend's okay. daughter watching was like, she's not speaking complete sentences. No, <laughs> she's not. She is literally speaking. Great bait, mate. I rate eight out of eight. <laughs> you rock and roll and jelly roll, gonna make a gonna. Make a, Gonna eat some pineapple by dough. <laughs> yes. Eating with spoons and the moons and having for my rock and roll. Okay. <laughs> yes. Just... Yes. It's that is a speech by Babblefish. Yeah. That is you tr- run it through Google Translate a couple times and back into English and pretty much. Uh, kick out, kick sides, and, and kick fucking butt. giggle here, giggle there, giggle everywhere. Yeah. Up eleven points the next yep. fucking. Day. Yep. Next yep. poll. Oh, Eleven points. Fucking hilarious. Jesus. It is right. Oh. What a terrible plan. What a terrible plan these 
not attending that debate. Oh, it's a terrible mistake. Yeah, oh, awful mistake. Terrible. Every, awful every, mistake. Yeah. Everybody, everybody. Yeah. What a terrible mistake. Mm. Terrible mistake. Next day. I think his gamble paid off, George. Yeah. I my, my day begins as follows. When I get on the computer, I go to Drudge Report, Town Hall, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News. Because I figure somewhere in all of that, I'm going to find the truth. There's also a 538.com. Yeah. That is fantastic. I love 538 because it, it makes me feel better. He's like, no, looking at the statistics, no, no. Yeah. Here's what the numbers actually mean. And it's all bullshit. It's great. Oh, what but- is really fun about this uh-huh. is <laughs> Donald Trump will just could say whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's already made a connection with his, with his supporters, oh, yeah. so it oh, doesn't yeah. matter what he does. Yes. Um, he'll go on and on, say crazy shit, have Sarah Palin out, yeah. dressed as a silver hawk, yeah. fucking <laughs> mad-libbing some weird shit. Um, that was a political madness. That was just a tone poem. Sitting out of the, sitting yeah. out, yeah, fucking, she was def jamming that. Yeah, thing. It was like they had a teleprompter where somebody in the back is just drawing words out of the conservative yeah. hat, going, uh, and, uh, put in right wing and, okay, right. uh, uh, gun clinging. Yeah, oh, sounds good. Oh, yeah. And if you take all the Facebook people from the other side, we'll go with friends from the other side of the aisle. Yes. Wink. What? Uh, yeah. like, what the hell? This guy's crazy. He has no. No experience at all. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. He's just a blank piece of paper that people are throwing their ideas on, hoping it sticks. Yeah, it's like 2008. Yep. Welcome. Uh, yes. That's what. This yes. is it. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, uh, Absolutely. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, everything will be great because I said so and hope. All I know is there. I'll do it. So well, there's no difference between I'll do it, uh, make America great again, yeah. and hope. And si se puede. I, I am a. Registered libertarian. We have people seeking our nomination whose official campaign photo is them wearing a Union Civil War uniform, and I am nowhere near as embarrassed as I would be if I were in if I were supporting either the other party. If like, yeah, yeah I'm a Republican. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a Democrat. I'm like, yes, that guy. I would be better with him being president than no. Hot Tub Bernie. Uh, in, Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Fucking, I don't understand, understand economics. Yeah, fucking Hillbot two thousand. Yeah, or yeah. any of the jabbering monkey house on cocaine mm. circus nightmare that the Republican Party has. Jesus, uh, if only because at least there's a consistency to the crazy. Uh, it's it's bad, but it's, it's hilariously it's, beautiful. It's really bad. Uh, oh man, even Tucker Carlson came around. Yeah. Even Tucker Carlson. Oh, Tucker. And said he's, I can't remember the name of his article in uh, Politico. He's crass, he's vulgar, and he's right. And his article basically was saying the Republicans are the ones who did this to you. You did this yeah. to yourselves. Yes. You know, you you, you middling, yes. scared of your shadow, so worried <laughs> that if you even stop to criticize or say, halt, to any policy coming out of the White House, because the president is half a black, mm-hmm. you don't want the media to call you racist. So we'll just not do anything. Right. A winky face yeah. to the fact that they actually do want that, like the yeah. immigration policy. Yeah. Well, we don't, we don't want that. They pay lip service to the quote-unquote base, yeah. all the while the Chamber of Commerce or the cheap labor, the people that want cheap labor, uh-huh. uh, keep pumping the money so they're going to dance to the song that's being uh, played. Yep. Being called. All that I'm hoping is that this election, 
shits up the Republicans enough that those who are actually libertarians but call themselves Republican because they don't get it start migrating over and we see a rise on that side. Maybe. I, I think there'll be a, a greater libertarian bent within the, the Republican Party right. itself because right. the apparatus of that party is just so, it's just too big. Right. At this point. Right. Too big to fail. Uh, not too big to fail. Oh, yeah. no. They it's fail, it's they proven that the they time. can fail. Yeah. It's just that they don't know what to do. Right. Right. I mean, um, the National Review came out with their, you know, magazine, con- entire length magazine of condemnation of Trump. They did the same thing, by the way, mm-hmm. to Newt Gingrich. Newt yeah. Gingrich. Yeah. Let's hold back the fascist footfalls of Newt Gingrich. Yeah. Okay. So they did that earlier. Now they're doing it with Trump, hoping that it'll, it'll land. It didn't because it's National Review. Right. And no one gives a shit about what those- The National Review says. <laughs> half a blouse motherfuckers <laughs> are saying about anything, ever. <laughs> the real secret is mm-hmm. that no one in any party leadership wants to admit, uh-huh. at least in public, is that when it comes to terrorism, mm-hmm. Americans in general yeah. are far more aggressive about it. Yeah. They're just unsettled. Mm-hmm. And when they get unsettled, it's- yeah. Smash. Yes. And they're far more nationalistic when it comes to immigration. Mm-hmm. Note that I didn't say illegal immigration. Right. That goes without saying. Yeah. But immigration, period. Yeah. They start to get on edge. Uh-huh. And when they get on edge, we fall back to who we are. Yeah. And who we are are the the majority of the country anyway. People from the radicals of Europe that came over here and started our own shit. Yeah. And yeah. you tend to Start to build those walls around you going, uh, yeah. okay, nope, all right, I nope, will keep yeah. these guns clean, the lights on, and the gate locked. Yeah. And you, motherfucker over there, mm-hmm. with your, your little flag uh, pin on your lapel, saying, oh, it'll be fine, everything's fine, we just need to read you across the aisle and work together, that's not going to work. Nope. Because it's, that's what Donald Trump has done, he's an yeah. icebreak. I heard this on a, another podcast on Red Ice Creations, uh-huh. um, he, that he's not really... Doing anything, Trump, uh-huh. I mean, he's more of an icebreaker to political correctness where people can now say what they mean. Right. Rather than, well, I think that he... Well, it, it's it's that we're getting to... Uh, I think the simple fact that he is someone who will never tearfully apologize... Oh, absolutely. ...is what people like because, oh my God, I'm so tired of somebody saying something stupid and then the next day... Just want, you know, it's like there's this video. It wasn't me. That wasn't me. the closest I've ever come to lo- like that. That the only time I would go off on something. Like, there's a video of a guy, a cop in New York who got fired, right? Because he was trying to do a search. The guy's like, you don't have. They, they've got him on camera. The guy doesn't know he's on camera. He's like, you don't have a warrant. I'm not going to search your car. Leans for it off camera. Literally smacks the guy in the back of the head. You know, it cause fucking problem. Takes the keys out of his pocket, throws wow. it to his friends. Go search his car. Guy ends up getting fired as he fucking should have. Sure. And his wife, his wife, not even him, like crying. I just hope that none of you are ever in a position where you have a bad day or maybe oh, get on. caught. It's like, sorry, the minute he chose to put a badge on and say, I represent you, he, no, he doesn't get to have that bad a fucking no. day. No. Fuck him. Fuck you. Fuck yeah. you and your fucking tears. Yes. Yeah, because the difference is I have a bad day. I don't get to fucking abuse somebody's rights and then no. act like I'm the goddamn victim. And here's the thing is one of those, the fact that it's tearful and that every cop is not coming out going, yeah, fuck that guy. We're done with him. That there's, well, you need to understand that one bad apple spoils the whole damn bunch. No. One bad apple doesn't 
upset the rest of the bunch. One bad apple doesn't, oh, well, we don't know what's that. No, one bad apple spoils it so you fucking get rid of the bad fucking apple. Yeah. Get rid of them. Yeah. Get rid of them. If anybody that I knew as a teacher who I'd worked with for a decade and did a great job, and I came in the room as he had an argument with a student, and out of nowhere he punched the student in the face, I'm not going to say, oh, he's a good guy who had a bad day. Like, no. He had he's, a hard day. <laughs> he's an asshole who should be out <laughs> of right. the classroom. Yeah. And that's the standard I hold myself to. Sure. But that's just me. That's how I was raised. <laughs> It's I like, just hope. <laughs> shut your fucking mouth and wipe your tears, you ass yeah. hole. Yes. Your husband fucking brutalized somebody mm. under the authority of a badge and deserves to be fired. Not resigned so that he could be hired somewhere else. Yeah. Fired and yeah. put, do not give this man a badge or a gun. Mm-hmm. But that's what it's like. Yeah. The fact that we have that instead of going, yeah, you know what? I was pissed. Didn't think this. Fuck, fire me. Take the consequences. Trump. He says fucked up shit. They call him on. He's like, yeah, I probably said that. No, I'm not going to apologize. What I said, I'll take whatever consequences, by the way, is going to be people liking me more. Yes, because because the situation has been set up from the the people that sent their politicians to do a job. Yeah. They didn't do that job. Mm -hmm. And all the while told them, we're doing it. Yeah. And not only that, the the, uh, predestined or predetermined uh, victor of this uh, Republican uh, primary is supposed uh. to be Jeb Bush back in the day, before oh, yeah. all this happened. It was just like, <laughs> going to happen. Jeb the, Bush, Jeb Bush, the happy you talk tortoise. about the cuckiest <laughs> cuck conservative I've ever cucked a cuck. Yeah. My God. And he said, we're going to go and win the primary without the base. Yeah. <laughs> what? He is the smallest half of the sandwich. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And yeah. that was it. It was just waiting for someone like Trump to come out and say yeah. it. didn't yeah. really have to be Trump. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to figure out, like, this fucking Rubik's Cube of personality. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really his media bread. No, no, no. He just came out and said, I even said this, like, two years ago. Uh-huh. All it takes is someone to come out and get, say, cut the shit. Mm-hmm. Close the gate, keep the lights yeah. on, and clean the guns. Yeah. Fuck this. No, yeah. we're not doing it. Nope. God, well, it's You can't crazy. have any Muslims in. Did I fucking stutter? <laughs> no. No, we're not doing it. And then all of a sudden all these things work out and people go, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't mean that we're about to set up fucking gas chambers. Yeah. If you listen to the uh, media about this yeah. stuff. It's not. It, that's the problem. On the opposition, you keep setting up these fantasies about yeah. who he is. Yeah. So you're attacking this fucking caricature. Yeah, it's and straw not, manning. Not, yeah, not... At all attacking what what's really happening. Yeah, you set up a false narrative, you tell that false narrative to everybody else, then you attack the narrative. Yeah, what? Well, and it's one of those things where what I always say is, look, Trump is connecting with people. Yeah. Okay, yes. we can either sit back and say all these people are crazy, crazy, oh, he's crazy, preaching hate, or same country that put your boy in the office, or you can say, okay, what is he saying, and why are people connected? What are we not addressing? That needs to be addressed no. because uh, no, no, that's crazy talk. Crazy talk. Yeah. What are we not addressing that we need to address? That's the only question that needs to be asked at this point. Is we are obviously missing something. Yeah. What is it, and how can we stop missing it? Yeah. 
That's really scary to mm. whom, uh, I guess, to yeah. them. Not scary to me, because I'm, I'm more afraid that he won't do it. Right. That's my fear. Yeah. <laughs> Look what the crazy thing he said. Yeah, I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. No, no, it's not crazy. I just yeah. don't, uh, doesn't go far enough, and I don't think he's going to do <laughs> he's it. He's not going to do it, yeah. So, if he does, then we'll talk about clearing some space on my bumper for a sticker. Yeah. Until then, I'm keeping my powder dry. Right. But, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just, it's just so... It's all it's so, such a fucking madhouse. So, so, so stupid. Yeah. It, the ideas are attractive across the board. Uh-huh. Saying no more. Yeah. And we're going to kick your ass uh-huh. applies uh, to appeals to a large group of people. Yeah. And they aren't, don't just have ours next right. to their name. Well, and we're going to make these people pay for this. Sure. 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 That's, that's worked since yes. time immemorial. Yes. That's going to happen. So. That's going to happen. Are, is the whole country stupid? Because the same country elected Barack Obama twice. Yeah. Yes. What is it? Did did everything you believe about him, is that true? Yeah. Or did we kind of get sold a bill of goods on that? It's because nobody is willing. To, everyone, it, it's team mentality. It's, oh, it's, it's gross, like from Tommy man. Boy. It's They like that guarantee. It calls them. It's, what American people don't know makes them the American people. Yes. yes. Exactly. That's where we are. So. But anyway. Hmm. What else do you have written down to discuss before we dive into this uh, fucking beautiful film? I can't even address Europe right now. Oh, no. <laughs> I just nope. can't. Nope. I just can't. I don't understand it. I will, I will say this. Uh-huh. Merkel, anyone uh-huh. that has that same mentality. Mm-hmm. What did you think was going to happen? We were just going to, I have to say we, I mean, Europe's were just, Europe, Europeans were just going to stand there and say, oh, well, now that happens. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Wink. Yeah. With good intentions. Yeah. Um, it's going to get a whole lot worse. Yeah. A whole lot worse for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, hey. Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there, Good luck. there is the, just the overall point where winter is coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's. Man, like, I don't know. I just don't want to be somebody who is just no, no, no. It's all, no the sky is falling. Everything, but well, the sky isn't falling. No, uh, I mean, this has happened before. It's not like this is some unprecedented event, right? They. Could come in and even if you go the the farthest end of the crazy conspiracy spectrum, let's go all the way there. Uh I'd say, yeah, let's go all the way there. Put on a tinfoil hat and say it's it's a full on invasion and take over the country. Okay, Mm -hmm. well they did it to Spain. Yeah, and they were there for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yes, but eventually (laughs) they weren't. Yeah, and they run out because Europe got together and said that's enough. Mm -hmm. Like. I have always been of the mindset where it's like, go somewhere. If I were to move to another country, I firmly believe that it is on me to learn the customs culture and everything, and for me as the one who moved there to adapt to that let, culture. Let me let me do a visual here yes. on audio and bring the finger down uh-huh. on you, as if I'm BBC One or yes. CNN or Headline News. Uh-huh. You terrible racist bastard. I know, I know. You, I know. you, you probably mm. want another holocaust. <laughs> If I moved to Spain, I would feel I should learn Spanish what? and eat dinner at midnight what? and all the other shit they do there. If I moved to Germany, I'd be very efficient. 
And I it's, just, it just, it's not good or bad. No. It's incompatibility. Yes. Yes. And, uh, uh, yeah, Europe is. Yeah, shit. It, it's, it's. <laughs> I've had people very close to me, very, very close to me say, well, what are you supposed to do? We're a wealthy country. So is the UAE. Yeah. So is Saudi Arabia. So yeah. is Jordan. Not yeah. as much. But. Um, what? Yeah. What if me and Jim and mm-hmm. 400,000 of uh, people just like us decide to go to Japan and say, yep, we're here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to show my tattoos and be rude. How about that? Yeah. And everyone, just get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And no more fish. Mm-hmm. It goes against my whatever. Yeah. Cheeseburgers at steak. Yeah. Every meal. That's Every it. Every meal. Yeah. yeah. And no more of this Japanese language. I'm yeah. sick of all this. Who is this? What is this Shinto? Yeah. That Fuck sounds that. like yeah. devil devilry to me. I don't yeah. need that. No. What? Come on. What? That's what's happening. Yeah. Am I being simple about this? I think you are. Am I? <laughs> no. Yeah, because it fucking is. Yeah. I will. I will. <sighs> it, it's the That yes. is the tag to sexy. <laughs> Fantastic. I call it careless air horn. <laughs> I heard nice. that the other day on a podcast and I almost drove off the road. Like, this is so great. Mm. Anyway, oh. rant over. Yes. Yes. So, anything else before we dive into this? No. Okay. Hopscotch. Yeah. The most fun... Anyone's ever had since the days they made house calls. Yes. That was the tagline in the trailer for this movie. And that tagline does not make any sense at all. I was coming up with my own ridiculous taglines yeah. while watching the trailer. Because uh-huh. Jim, I thought he was overselling it. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Like, what, what's it going to be? You know, the night belongs to Lowenbrow. Yeah. Here's the good friend. No. Tonight is kind of special. No. I, I couldn't have come up with that no. at all. No. All day, I couldn't have uh-huh. come up with that. Because it's beyond stupid. It's just babbling nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even words. So. Palin-esque. Yes. Yes. The Palin-esque writing of that tagline, which is weird because the movie is fucking fantastic. It really is. It's witty. It's sharp, it's smart, and it nails everything. Now, before we get into it, this will tie into it some. Somebody posted an article the other day. It was um, why Hans Gruber is the greatest movie villain of all time. Okay. And here is reasons that that this is what I love. One, Hans Gruber is all-knowing. He knows everything. He knows what is going to happen. Like, uh, Gruber is truly all-knowing as the story opens up, which makes him an undeniable threat. He knows everything about the Nakatomi Plaza. He knows everything about the company and its leadership. He knows each and every step the authorities will take in their response. He knows exactly what's in the vault and how they must get in. He even assures the hostages that nothing has been left to chance. 
He is all-knowing, and he doesn't care what happens to anyone as long as he gets what he wants. He tightens his grip on the hostages and the audience at hand as the fact that he is all-knowing is proven time and time again. And the only X factor working against him is John McClane. It's the only problem. He is all-knowing. What makes our hero in this, who is the villain of the other guy's story, what makes uh, Kendig so great? He knows everything. And we're, we'll go into all this. Hans Gruber is sophisticated. He dresses well. He talks to people well. He's he, Alexander wept for there were no more yeah. words to conquer. Um, with this, Mathau's sophisticated, but not. He's yeah. sophisticated in his thinking, but everything else against him bl- about him blends in. Yes. Hans Gruber surrounds himself with the right people. His team is great, but again, surprised by something. Yeah. But other than that, it is the perfect team. And with this, he surrounds himself with the perfect team. Hans Gruber is calculating. Everything he does is for a reason. Same thing in this movie. And finally, Hans Gruber is likable. He is charming, and you like him. I love your suit. Yeah. (laughs) I have three myself. It's fucking fantastic. And that is, uh, reading that point by point, I was like, yes, that's it. And it totally applies. Because even though it's in a different way, all of those things apply to Mathau in this movie. Oh, yeah. All of them apply to that. I mean, Miles Kendig is the consummate CIA man. You know, you've been working somewhere for a long time. You know your, you know the office, your desk, your yeah. coworkers, the building, the mm-hmm. parking lot, everything around it, even the restaurant surrounding it. You go right. to lunch to. Uh-huh. You you've been there for so long. You know everything. You could probably go in there blind uh-huh. and figure it all out mm-hmm. just fine. Yeah, you're at perfect ease. Right. With your workspace and people you work with. Mm-hmm. Same thing with him, except yeah. that his workplace is the world. Yeah. <laughs> And he knows everyone in the game. He's been doing it for 30 years. Mm-hmm. At this point, when we enter into the movie, yeah. he's been there doing what he does for 30 years. Yeah. 30 years. He does not get flustered. He nope. does not get frustrated. He doesn't get... He doesn't break at all. Nope. In fact, it's kind of... Except for times he's moving faster, uh-huh. he doesn't break a sweat. Nope. Throughout nope. the entire film. Yeah. He's got it down. Yeah. As soon as he makes up his mind that that's what he's going to do, and uh-huh. I'd say the question of when he's going to make up his mind to do what he does uh-huh. is really the only question mark. Yeah, he kind of he kind of does. He has like the the moment of the action moment where he says, I know what I'm going to do. Yeah, you know, it's almost like Yojimbo, where yeah. he sits there overnight. He sits there at night thinking, and thinking about it, yeah. and then okay, here's what I'm doing. Yeah, and it's it, it's great because there is nothing left to chance. He's got a de- and the fact that he is so perfect a CIA man, as Sam Waterston said. No, he's not gonna. We're not gonna. We're, he's not gonna make a mistake. His checks keep getting bounced because his signature varies. Yeah, he is so ensconced in the world of Intel. Yeah, that no, he no. This guy's not gonna make a mistake. And the minute you think he's making a mistake, he's got you. Yeah, because. He wanted you to think it was a mistake. Yeah. Everywhere I'm leading you here. With Meyerson's house. So fucking well done that, yeah. uh, that we found him. It's 
almost like you wanted you to know he was there. <laughs> almost. It's almost like he wanted you to shoot your own fucking house up. Yes. <laughs> you simple bitch. Uh, genuinely, like, it's one of those things where you, you look at it from the beginning. He, he did the right thing. He did the right thing. So this starts out. For those who haven't seen it, which if you haven't seen it, what the fuck is wrong with you? Watch right. it. It's on Hulu for free if you've got Hulu Plus because it's Criterion. I think it's on Netflix too. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, it might be on Netflix. You can it also was. get it cheap on uh, Amazon and through iTunes. So you can see it. But it starts off with him in, uh, is it Munich? I think it was Munich. Yes. Watching a KGB exchange of information. Yeah. He gets the whole thing on film, has the... But walks up to the KGB chief for all of Eastern Europe and is like, uh, so just give it to me. I know you got it. Just give it to me. I've got it all on film. West German police don't like KGB operating in their, on their turf. So just give it to me. I could run. Ugh. That'd be a hilarious sight, wouldn't it? We're too old for that. Anymore. Yeah, we're too old for this. Just give me the film. And lets him go. And Ned Beatty, who is his uh, higher up at yeah. the KGB, is pissed. You could have taken him in. He's like, yeah, it wouldn't have done any good. It would have taken us six months to figure out his replacement, a year and a half to figure out how he works. We know this guy. We know how he works. He's where he needs to be. And Beatty gets shitty. Well, I always hate the folks who act like, I'll call you into a meeting and then, oh, I'm just going to take a phone call. Yeah. Take a call. It's, you know, the, the, the arrogant when, you know, you've got the Stuff that I've seen from a lot of videos where a cop asks somebody a question, like, I don't know. And then while they're answering, starts calling someone on his walkie, like, oh, this is a power move. Yeah. yeah. That's all this For is, sure. is a power move. And try to emasculate you while I leave this career spy wandering around my office. Take an inventory of my life. Take an inventory of everything and listening to everything that I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know exactly what I need. All right, then leaves and destroys. When he pulls his own file, it's immediate. Yeah, he walks out of the office uh-huh. after losing his job, mm-hmm. being demoted to the file room, and goes immediately to the file room. Uh-huh. Exchanges his file with somebody else, and then shreds his. Yep, didn't even stop. Yeah, they don't even realize it's happened so long that they wouldn't be able to find it if they if they wanted to. Exactly. It's just gone. So, <laughs> God, walks out of the office. And then is just roaming around with, uh, um, oh God, how have I blanked on her name? Good, Glenda Jackson. Yeah. Who I will say not Audrey Hepburn level, but in the ballpark and in the discussion for the Certainly. effortless, the effortless charm mm-hmm. and charisma because she you, she just owns you the second she walks on the on film. And what I love about her in this is she is straight up his equal. Yeah, because she's earned it and she shows it. She is in command. She is not the damsel who needs assistance. No, no, no. I know I can count on you because you're going to get this shit done. All right. Yeah. This is crazy, you fucking lunatic, but I know you enough to know that we're going to get this done. Are you a wine selling person? No. Are you a wine salesman? (laughs) Could you at least give me a, leave me with 500 francs. What's for? Uh, Cher 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 La Femme. Femme. A sandwich. A sandwich. <laughs> Just the cal- the calm. Of- but yeah, she steps in as a woman that he is a relationship with for yeah. years. They don't see each other that often, but there is obviously a very tight 
bond of respect and love, a yeah. perfect relationship. Yeah. And uh, he's like, eh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll hang out with you. Then he meets with the KGB chief. They talk, because that's what I love about that sort of thing. When you get down to it, the war between countries, at least in this time, was just a bureaucratic fight from the uppers. Oh, yeah. And the folks on the street level are like, oh, fuck. It's More just... of this. He's like, come work for me. Come work for me. Everyday yeah. detente. Exactly. Come on and work for me. I'd be a useless double agent. No, nah, no. Nah. Double agents have to be drab, colorless little people. You'd never work for that. No. I'll let me run you in the field. Nah, doesn't work for me. <laughs> the best line, we're being watched. Uh, Paul, mustache. Yeah, I forget his name. That'd be whoever. I wouldn't worry. The man's an idiot. Probably no film in the camera. Yeah. He knows who's coming after him. Mm -hmm. And then the scene. He knows he's going to have a picture taken. Yeah. He know and and uh, his counterpart in the KGB knows that he needs to break the bottle of vodka so yeah. they can have a bottle of vodka and have that guy take a picture of him while they're sharing vodka. Yeah, on a park bench. Yep, it's brilliant. Like perfect. They are playing chess and throughout this whole movie. He is playing chess while everyone else it's is playing, playing lawn darts. Fucking lawn darts. Yeah. Yes. yes. It's not even not checkers. Yeah. Not even horseshoes. No lawn darts. The guy that could play at least checkers. They don't let go. Yeah. Uh, oh, Waterston? Yeah. Sam, no, Sam Waterston. <clears throat> Sam Waterston is also playing chess, but he just doesn't let them know. He's sitting back like, fucking idiots. That great exchange he has with her. Like, I, and I'm his biggest fan. Uh -huh. He's got to stop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His biggest fan. Then with him, you know, you're a good man, Joe. Why? You know me. You know I wouldn't have shot you. <laughs> Opens again. No bullets. You're a good man, Joe. I'm proud of you, Joe. I'm proud of you, Joe. That it's perfect. Like I learned from him. I know what he's doing. I know he is going. You, you oh, you think he's a step ahead of us? <laughs> yeah. You think he's thinking one fucking move ahead? No, he is thirty moves ahead. Oh yeah. He has run every possible scenario of this in his head. He knows how it's going to work out. He knows when it's going to happen, mm -hmm. and he is not going to make a mistake. Even to the point that when there is an error... Yeah, with the flat tire. With the flat tire, he's fine. The most frustrated he gets in the entire film is right there. Mm -hmm. When he slams the hood of the... Slams his hand on the top of the car. Yeah. Yep. And then the cops pull up, and he's like, all right, well, there's my well, play. Here we go. And I... then he's just at the cop station hanging yeah. out with those two. Yeah. Or three, whatever many cops there were. Yeah. Having a fucking sandwich or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Realizes, just oh, like, shit, right, they know. looking for my opportunity. Just yeah. Looking, looking. The minute that he knows he has to. I want some ID. Okay, cool. Paperclip, and he's gone. Yeah. And what's great, here's what I love about the CIA people don't realize, is the CIA is so decentralized yeah. in its operations that you can have a former CIA guy running shit and everybody he's working with thinks, well, no, I'm doing this for the CIA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, 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 I'm helping out my CIA friend with this thing for the CIA. Right. This is how it goes. But it's fantastic. It's like the minute he figures out he's going to do something, he goes to a casino, wins 10,000 pounds, which about $80,000 today, right. and is good to go. Yeah. It is brilliant. And from there, fuck it. Just make it work. Mm -hmm. Just make it work and plays it beautifully. Then, then as, as, the, as a film itself, it doesn't mm -hmm. drag. No. One bit. Mm -mm. In fact, there are beats in this film that are missing from uh -huh. a lot of other movies we were talking about as we yeah. watched it this uh -huh. afternoon. Little things. Yeah. Just little things. Mm -hmm. We know that he has to 
Well, we don't know it immediately because I've never seen this movie before right. until this afternoon. So uh-huh. he, he drives up to uh, uh, the border the, of the, Switzerland. The border of Switzerland. Yeah. And he's singing the Barber of Seville. Mm-hmm. And the checkpoint guy is like, oh, yeah, you like opera, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and it's just a moment where he exchanges with him. Mm-hmm. Later on, you realize he's doing that, of course, because he wants someone to <laughs> report that there was yeah. an American going across the border mm-hmm. singing something that everyone knows he's into. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's brilliant because it is a throwaway moment, but right. but it's not hook <laughs> sight Figaro. Oh, all, yeah. right, all right, we'll take care. Oh, no, no, no. Because if he didn't want to be noticed, he wouldn't have been Done noticed. Right. You go through the fucking checkpoint. Say you're the guy who's going to be remembered, and of it's course. it's beautiful because you're right. It's totally intentional, and it seems like a little throwaway moment. Oh, that's a nice little character moment. Now, it granted, isn't. they do give you nice character moments when oh. he flies to New when he flies to the U.S. on the con. Have you ever flown Concorde before? No, I haven't. I understand you arrive before you leave. Yes, that's well, all right, well, it, all right, fucking beautiful. Or when he's talking to Ned Beatty's uh, picture at mm-hmm. his uh, house in Savannah. Yeah, that's you, great. Yeah, he almost drops the beer. Mm-hmm. The moment where he's having a sandwich before the guy uh, in the truck pulls up with yeah. the uh, just. Little moments show. You would not have that moment of him just eating a sandwich. Yeah. Not, he, you might see the guy walk out the door with the sandwich right. in his hand. Uh-huh. There wouldn't be three second shot of, okay, we're setting up for the sandwich shot. Yeah. Sandwich shot ready. Okay, bring in a sandwich for Mr. Mathow, please. We need a sandwich. <laughs> Where's Mathow's sandwich? You know? Yeah. It's, but I like that it does that because even that is showing he's not sweating a no. second of this. No. Because I'm just I, waiting for the truck to get yeah, here so he, I can do my next I thing. I need plan. I need contingency C to right. arrive so I can deal with this. He's got it beautifully lined up. When he goes and talks to the guy about booking the flight and he just forces his way, I'm Miss Martison from Dallas, Texas. Oh, you, you, can, you can drop the accent. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. When he puts the money down and the guy sees it, swoops it into a drawer, closes it, meth out his face. Wow. You, I have uh, my money clip. Can I get the clip back, please? Oh, yes, he goes, by the way, my name's not Murderson. I never thought it was Mr. Murderson. <laughs> Perfect little things where it is showing that that world, that's how it is. Yeah. And all of these people are comfortable parts of that world. Yeah. By the way, that's not my name. Well, yeah. Uh, of course. I know that. You didn't think I you didn't think I thought that, did you? Shit. Uh, we were professionals here, man. Yeah. But it Really fucking lines up perfectly. He is. I'm telling you, it's the same effortlessness mm-hmm. in Fletch. Yeah, is in this. Yes, Obviously, uh-huh. it predates Fletch. But exactly. Yeah, yeah. I can't help but think the creators of Fletch, the film uh-huh. at least, were like, yeah, you know, like uh, Matthew and Hopscotch, Hopscotch yeah. just not flustered. Yeah. Uh huh. He is. Although Fletch gets more flustered. Oh than yeah. Fletch than yeah. Matthew does. But then this, th- at all. this is not one much. Of, yeah. Well, part of what the bonus is with Matthew is. He knows it. This is that Sun Tzu shit. You know your enemy and you know yeah. yourself. He knows Meyerson. Yeah. He knows exactly how he's going to take it. And he knows, okay, he is going to be super serious about this and he's going to be going this way. I'm going to do this that moves him that way while I do this. Right. I don't even need to worry about it because where is the last place on earth that he is going to think I am? In his house. <laughs> yeah. It's the last place on earth. Writing my you, book. Yeah. My expose uh-huh. from the CIA. And I am sitting right here. Fuck it. Having a Michelob. Probably talking drinking. Talking to his picture. Yeah, talking to his picture. 
And just the salt in the, I love it. Talking about with his wife. He's like, never stay there, but she won't get rid of it. She loves the place. Oh, okay. Really? So that's something I can make your life worse with. Yeah. Good to know. Good I to know. will set it up to when they do come for me mm-hmm. that they shoot this house up. Yep. And you're going to be standing there unable to stop it. It's quite nice. It really is genuinely brilliant. I'll say this about Hopscotch. Uh-huh. It's thoroughly satisfying. It really is. Yeah. The best movies usually are. Uh-huh. But this one satisfies with, oh, I can't wait to come back to this. Yes. Well, plenty, of good, plenty of good meals out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're ones that are really good, the ones you want to have again. Yeah. Well, what I love, too, is it doesn't have the contrivance of... Uh, we're, we're not doing the Save the Cat thing today because it's fucking 300, yeah. 300. So that they don't even do the fake, oh, well, now it looks like it's not going to work out. Dark Knight of the Soul nonsense. No, 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 no. They There's don't. Fuck, it's, it is from the minute it, it, his character is a boulder rolling downhill. The yeah. second that its weight tips and it starts rolling, you know it is not going to be stopped. Right. It's not going to stop There's until... No twists. Yeah. It ain't going to stop until he is goddamn good and ready yeah. for it to stop. Literally, the only thing out of kilter in the plan is a flat tire. That's yeah. It. That's it. That yeah. is it. Uh-huh. And the thing is, well, with where he was, he could have called somebody for help, but the fact that the cops came along... Yeah, well... Well, fuck, the last people in the world I should want to see... Right. Let me turn them into help with this. Even though it's like, oh, no, we'll call and get you a taxi. We got you covered. Here, sit down, have a sandwich, hang out with us. Has to be inconvenient for this to happen. Uh, let's get you hooked up. And then the most British man in the movie. Wow. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Goodness. Oh, Lord. Even down to the... I'm Captain Britain. <laughs> what part of the United States you're from, sir? Oh, the like Raja. Blackstaff, Arizona. How exotic. <laughs> Tell me more of this. Yes. Is it true that you call your chips fries? <laughs> and your Why on crisps, earth do you do that? Your crisps chips. Fascinating. Ridiculous. Oh, fascinating. Why do you go to Nicaragua, Nathan? <laughs> <laughs> Drive your Jaguar. You Yanks really are. <laughs> Mystery. <laughs> And the trunk of your car. <laughs> wow, a Biscuits, let's talk about that. Yeah. Good Lord. Uh, and the fact that he is used to, I mean, when you have a guy who's like used to exchange prisoners at Checkpoint Charlie, again, rural goddamn police in sauce and fiddle in mm. England are not going <laughs> to rattle this guy. Someone knocked over a dustbin in Stillsbury. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he is basically in the <laughs> village from Hot Fuzz. Yeah, basically. And realizes, Yarp. all I got to do is stay calm. Yeah. And look, for my, look for my hole. Yeah, fine. And the minute I locate it, don't hesitate. Steal a goddamn police car. With the siren on. Yeah. And then get let's get so, it done. Yeah, I the only detoured. car I could find with gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just not Ronald. No, nope. and this uh, elegant woman of the world. Yeah, like, why would he like this post-European American schlub? Because mm-hmm. he's not a schlub. Yeah, he's he, like how about a ham and eggs and a beer? Yeah, all right, okay. It's just kind of <laughs> likes what he likes. Yeah, but he's. Brilliant. And then while I'm sitting here pondering for a second, 
I'm going to come up with a plan that is going to ruin the career (laughs) of a hot shit up and comer in the agency. Also going to make my guy look really good. Yeah. And have me covered in my escape. Gone free and clear. Yeah, exactly. Walk out like there's no fucking issue. And Glenda Jackson, I could talk about her. Oh, could I talk about her? She is, I, this is the part of me that describes as feminist because that word has been ruined by assholes. You and I, yeah, yeah, you and I in our nature of the way we interact with women are what I consider feminist. Well, just bite your tongue. Yeah, bite my tongue. Yeah. Even the fact you can't even lay that this direction. There's too much to it. Exactly. We just look at women like human beings. Yes. Yeah. And that's basically how I define it. Usually got like, well, no, I'm not going to say she's great for a woman. Anyone, if she, if that character had been played by a man, I'd be like, that motherfucker is sharp. That motherfucker has it down. And that's the beauty of it is they're not like, see, even a woman can't. No. Because a woman is better at one thing and a a man is bad at that. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make us one better than the other or worse than the other. Yeah. Women are better at some things. Men are better at other mm-hmm. things. Yeah. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. It's the feminists want to say, as we understand it now, yeah. however many, what wave are we in now? Yeah. Third wave, as, fourth wave? As the phrase has been hijacked by assholes. Right. Saying, no, we can do everything you do. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, you can't. Nope. And I can't do everything you can. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, because it's called being a team. All right, and that's why I look at Glenda. She does what she can do, yeah, because she is the one who's able to make all of the shit she does work. Yeah, and not once in this film does she just use her feminine feminine wiles to to charm anybody. She is very matter of fact in every exchange she has, Uh and tough as nails to that idiot with the mustache. Yeah, handles her shit. Handles her shit. Yeah. And As that, you said earlier, they're equals. They're, mm-hmm. You know, she knows she's not going to be the one out doing the the legwork in the field. Yeah, but she knows she can run blocker for all these assholes after her and him. Yeah, she's going to know how to. I mean, when he calls her house. Yeah, don't you know this? Like, completely yeah. plays it so beautifully. Yeah. When that guy walks up to her, it, it's about his, his mother's been in a serious accident. I think that's a bit. But she's not even going to play more of a miracle. It's a bit more of a miracle. She died twenty years ago. I believe Boom. it was a Friday. <laughs> Shuts it down fucking yeah. perfectly. She is on point. And what's beautiful about that? It's one of those like when I negotiated for my car, mm-hmm. and I was saying to the guys like, so you, have, you say I have a perfect credit rating, yeah? Then how come you're offering me three points above prime on my interest rate? Well, hold on a minute. She leaves, and my mom goes, how do you know what prime interest rate is? I said, I don't. But I also know he doesn't. Yeah, right. And I know that he doesn't because of the way he reacted. So I'm just going to play this. And I got it down to where it was exactly what I wanted. And with her, I don't know if his mother's dead or alive, but the fact that she is immediately able to peel that off, it's like, oh, fuck. Right. You The the fact that he said it and you stutter-stepped, I know you don't know. You're making it up, and you're not smart enough to do that. Right. And then when he gets a little attitude with her, it's like, oh, I am an Austrian citizen. Yeah. Back the fuck off. With a Doberman. Yeah. Shuts it down <laughs> instantly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's beautiful because she is, 
She is a professional. Yeah. You look at her and imagine what she was like back when she was in the field. That woman, that is as as uh, um as Tony Bourdain said about Nigella Lawson. You underestimate her at your peril. Right. Yes, she is sexy and all that. Sure. She's a fucking Oxford graduate, and that doesn't happen by accident. Yeah. She knows a fucking thing or two. Approached by the service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. Their college days. Yeah. This is she got a she got a knock on the door from the government. Yeah, like, hey. Did you uh can't do any work? Would you be some spying? Oh, you like to have spying. We have a uh, an operative in Sausenfiddle with a giant <laughs> mustache. Uh, a hey, qu- tiger in India. A quick detour here that I think you like. I was talking about the Phil Rosenthal show. I'll have yes. Phil's having at work the other day. And I said it's Kind of like Bourdain, but without the, you know, that hint of pretentiousness. And my friend Ben goes, hint? There's not a hint of pretentiousness. Like, okay, I wasn't sure how you felt about, about Bourdain. He's like, no, no. He's insanely pretentious. Like, okay, cool. I like him still. I love, I love, I love him. But he's fucking. It's a little bit. There's, 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 yeah. a, there's a touch. There's some pretension there. There's a touch. Yeah. There's a touch. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But on the other end of it. Yes. Yeah. There's Phil. Yeah, and I've watched uh, one one episode when mm-hmm. he was in Japan because mm-hmm. uh, they'll play it on PBS. Yeah, or they did. The episode I watched was on PBS. Right. Yeah. Well, and, the whole thing's on PBS. Oh, is yeah. it? Uh-huh. I didn't know if it was uh, something else. Anyway, yeah. no. he's just everything's delightful. Yeah, everything is great. Yeah, with Phil, he, he reacts the way we would react in and that by scenario. The way, He's like that in person. He is. He's a fucking wonderful guy. He it really is. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Two goons from Texas approach him with microphone in his face. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, Hello there. You... This is Phil Rosenthal. You're listening to the Film Thug Show. And I can tell you that the Film Thugs will never have a fridge just for soda. See? He's like that. He's like that. He did that. He signed his book for me to Jim, my favorite Film Thug. I'm his favorite. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, he's a delightfully wonderful guy. That's what he's like. Bourdain is probably cool, but I'm sure he's. he's <laughs> I think that there's you. Yeah, and then when you start to write something out, mm-hmm. things get confused. Not necessarily right, good or bad, but there may be he may be more adverbs. Yeah. In your presentation, yes. when you write it out for a TV uh-huh. that you have in your normal life. Yeah. Yes. If you're in Saudi Arabia and uh-huh. you're noticing how beautiful the sands are at right. night and uh-huh. how introspective you are, right. all you're doing with your by yourself is standing there looking at the sands and it's all happening in your head. Mm-hmm. When well, you write that out, there's really no way of coming off any other way any than... Any other way than... Wow. What, what the fuck are I, you doing? I can't believe how beautiful this is and I can think so much of the... Well, it was like Rollins when he talked about being in Russia and I looked out my window and I read from Crime and Punishment and I had my <laughs> Moscow moment like... See? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how but, I could not do that. Uh, that. And I know. That's the thing. Is I would do the exact same fucking thing. I had a goddamn moment in D.C. Yeah? Where I'm sitting on the... Uh, by the monument, looking at the White House, mm-hmm. and my wife says, "Well, you know, and one of these days, either Hillary or, or to think to think that either Hillary or Donald Trump will, will sit there." And I, and I said, "I don't care. You don't care." I'm like, and I told her this following statement: uh-huh. "This entire trip has been bittersweet. Yeah. I see all the history, and I see all 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 of the um, the earthen." 
everything yeah. that that we've accomplished and this country's accomplished and where we came from and all this history, all this time mm-hmm. and tradition and heritage. Right. And some fucking huckster from either side of the table is going to sit in that house and it's not going to make any difference. Nope. Nope. Because the system's already broken. Mm-hmm. She said, yeah, a lot of things broken. I said, no, no, no. No. There's broken and then there's that. <laughs> That's pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. But there's no other way for yeah. me to describe how I felt right. sitting there looking at the White House. Well, it's like when I was, uh, when I went to, to England, Scotland, and Ireland, when right. I did my trip, my friend Kevin and I, but we, t- we bonded over being Pogues fans. He's the guy that I flew up to Philadelphia and stayed with and saw the Pogues, where I left right, right. Austin during South By to go see a band. Good plan. Yeah. Um, and this is one where uh, the woman I was dating at the time referred to this, oh God, that's so cliched. When Kevin and I, when we were, the, we got on a ferry where a bus got on the ferry and we went across the River Shannon. And right. Kevin and I stood on the deck, each with our headphones on, with our iPods, both of us listening to the Pogues, Broad Majestic Shannon. Right. She, oh, that's so, just so cliche. Like, yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you know what? It's one of my favorite memories ever because we looked at each <laughs> other at one point and both just nodded like, Yep. Yeah. It's what we're doing. I can't believe you went to the Cattleman's Steakhouse and had a steak. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's cheesy. I'm never going to have this chance again. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> right. I'm never going yeah. to dance again. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, it is because you do these things because, you yeah. know. Yes. And that's, that's the beauty of, if, of if that If you're shit. having scotch in the highlands yeah. of Scotland, you yeah. call your best friend yeah. and rub it in. Go, hey. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I'm looking at. Campbell, <laughs> they're taking your name away, bitch. Yeah. Now your name is Campbell Smythe. <laughs> yeah. That's who you are now. Not even Smith Smythe. Now. How's it feel, Charles Otisberg? <laughs> Otisberg? Otisberg? Otis? Yeah. Mm. Lutherville. But with so going back to Ned Beatty, yeah. let's start. Let's yeah. let's key Ned Beatty. See what I did this. there? Yeah. The arrogance of his character. He's one of those of guys. you're the head of a department. Yeah. Uh-huh. Of well, course you're not in the field. It's one of those uh-huh. things where, and I'm not going to specify, but a, there are certain bosses out there who, uh, I like what Judge Mills Lane used to say, I'm not final because I'm right. I'm right because I'm final. Right. You are not the boss because you are correct all the time. You are correct all the time. Because you're the boss. Yeah. And that's a thing that folks got to remember. And that's who he is. It's one of those things where, like, I always say, I'm used to being the smartest person in the world in the room because I teach high school students. <laughs> so I'm normally the only person in the room who's not a fucking high school student. Right. Beatty and there are some bosses that we've all had yes. think, because I'm the boss, I'm smarter than all of you. And I... Well, all right, let me talk to you people here and just let you know what's going on. And rather than I'm the boss and I'm the one tapped to make the hard decisions, uh-huh. whether you like them or not, yeah. juxtapose his, uh, Nady's boss, with uh, um, Jeff Daniels' boss from The Martian. Yeah. He came off as kind of prickish. Yeah. But you knew he had to have that guy in yeah. that position to mm-hmm. make those choices. Exactly. This is going to work because of this. It has to. That's yeah. the way it goes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's 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 maddening that <laughs> was because then you get you do get Ned Beatty everything he's doing is going to fail because he is too arrogant to admit that he might not be right right and that's the thing is it's not admitting oh I'm wrong all the time no 
It's saying, I may not know everything. Mm -hmm. That's not saying that you're wrong or you're an idiot or you don't know anything. That's saying, hey, there's a possibility that this bright person I'm working with is bright. Let me take in consideration that this person I'm treating this way. Mm -hmm. um, it's Actually, this is a wonderful cautionary tale on how to let someone go. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I like to do it on Fridays. That minimizes the chance of a reaction. Um, workplace incident. Workplace incident. This is not the way to do it. No. Uh -uh. It's not the way to go about it. Yeah. Uh, he's 30 years in the field. Yeah. 30 years. And you know this. Yeah. And when, you decide to go about it this way anyway. I'm going to go after you in a way that I believe will take your dignity. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. Yeah. He's oh, trying yeah. to take your dignity. And no, I'm not, you know, fuck that. And you, you piss someone off. Where if he'd sat down and gone, look, you were not there to make policy. You're there to carry out policy. He's like, if he'd sat him down and said, look, the higher ups are pissed. Yeah. You know, you could have brought him in. They're pissed off. They think you're trying to run the show your own way. My hands are tied on this one. But when you do this, the worst boss I ever had, and I remember this so well, and it was this day I pledged I would never behave this right. way. Um, she, like Our team was struggling. I don't remember what it was. It was when I was at Dell. And she calls us into a meeting, and she's like, choose us out over something. And it's one of those things where it happens. It's trends. They bounce around. Well, you know, I'm getting chewed out from upstairs and shit rolls downhill. Okay. Like, oh, wow. So instead of doing your job and earning your higher paycheck uh, and shielding your team from that and saying, look, they're getting pissed off upstairs. I know you guys are doing your best on this. Here's what we need to do. It's I'm getting shit. So you're going to get shit till yeah. you do your job. That's what Meyerson did here. Yeah. It was so, and it's the wrong, like, from the minute he begins with him, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. You're fucking this up because you can't do anything but fuck this up. And man, Ned Beatty. Yeah. So underrated. Yeah. He comes on, I mean, the first line, hey, you're, man, you're I thought short. you'd be taller. You'd be taller. You're how'd short. You, how'd you get so short? I don't remember you being so short. How'd you get so short? Yeah. That's what he says. Uh-huh. And he is. Yeah. But this is the same guy that delivers basically the absolute truth of how the world works in network. Yes. And he's a thousand foot tall. Yeah. That, and that is one of those where it's it's uh, Jimmy, uh, James Cagney used to say, I'm short, but when I'm on set, I'm yeah. the tallest guy right, in the world. Yeah, and I mean, it's... It's it's fucking amazing, yeah, and he absolutely kills it. Yeah, in every regard he's here. But yeah, petty, he, arrogant motherfucker. Yeah. but he's not one dimensional. No, nope. Ah, shit. Why do I have to get commercials with everything, motherfuckers? Ugh. Because all I was trying to do is play this, and of course, everything is being an asshole to me right now. I hate. Hear me. All of this bullshit. Why the fuck are you giving a fucking 30 second intro to uh, you fucking asshole? Because it should have just kicked in. This is what you're used to from us. Hopefully the sound gives away what's about to happen here. Do you think you're merely stupid? 
stopped a business deal. That is not the case. The Arabs have taken billions of dollars out of this country, and now they must put it back. It is ebb and flow, tidal gravity. It is ecological balance. You are an old man who thinks in terms of nations and peoples. There are no nations. There are no peoples. There are no Russians. There are no Arabs. There are no third worlds. There is no West. There is only one holistic system of systems. One vast and imane, interwoven, interacting, multivariate, multinational dominion of dollars. Petrodollars, electrodollars, multidollars, Reichmarks, rims, rubles, pounds, and shekels. It is the international system of currency which determines the totality of life on this planet. That is the natural order of things today. That is the atomic and subatomic and galactic structure of things today. <laughs> and you have meddled with the primal forces of nature. And you will atone. Am I getting through to you, Mr. Beale? <laughs> <laughs> that that turn is the best moment ever. But by the way, that's my epitaph. Yeah, that Ned Beatty, that Ned Beatty is the same one yeah. who fucks up <laughs> throughout this movie. A petty, impotent yeah. fuck. Pe exactly. It's yeah. it's one of those where one of my favorite lines from Game of Thrones is when uh, Sardo Numspa, yes. <laughs> my dear sweet brother Numsi, is sitting there. At the King's Small Council, and Joffrey, I am the king. And he goes, anyone who has to say they're the king that often is no real ruler. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's something where whenever you have a boss that has to keep reminding you that they're your boss, yeah. you don't need to be reminded. They do. Right. They are showing you their tummy. They're like, yeah. look at my belly. I am owned by you. Yes. That's what's happening. And... In this, he, Meyerson is the guy who is constantly reminding himself that he's in charge by showing these badass moves. Like the uh, my favorite story, there was a a sheriff in I think it was Arizona. A woman was a man was brought in for drunk driving DUI. Mm. He'd been brought in a couple of times before. Turns out that his wife works in the offices and such. And the sheriff decides we're going to let him go. Mm. We're going to let him go. And the cops are like, no, no, this is, and he fired them because he needed to show them that he's the one who makes the decisions. And the minute that he said that, it's like, oh, you are a Burger King <laughs> crown. Yeah. And for those who do not know, the term Burger King crown refers to somebody who gets off on any little bit of power so much that when they do, there's a guy I worked with who made a statement of back when I used to drive this bus for Texas State, I'd get on the highway and I'd pull right over into the left hand lane and go just under the speed limit and watch all the people behind me get pissed off and be like, because huh, you're not really getting there that much faster. And I almost said, so when you were home shirtless in front of the mirror, rubbing vegetable oil on your chest and masturbating, did you have a Burger King crown on just so that you could feel the full power you have over your dominion? 
double jalapeno burger. At that moment, Burger King crown went into our lexicon as a term for somebody who gets off on the smallest amount of power they are able to wield, which immediately tells you they want to have more and it sickens them that they don't have more. Yes. This character, the fact that he's, go ahead and tell me this, while you're talking, picks up the phone, dials a number, yeah, go on. Oh, hi, honey, and just cuts off like, oh my God, you are a Burger King crown. Correct. Right now. And no matter what he does, he simply cannot shake that because all of it is, no, I'm showing you what's going on here. I'm in charge here. I'm showing you what this is. Dude, no. 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 You're, you're weak and you're showing your weakness. Yeah. You know, it, it's like Caesar Milan says, you don't freak out with your dog. Calm dominance. Yeah. Let them know you're in charge, but you're not freaking out because you freak out. All they know is, oh, this is somebody who'll freak out. Yeah. Maintain it. Do your job. Do it right, and people will respect you, and you will get that. Because if you look at it through the whole time, Sam Waterston's character, who you want to talk about weird, yeah. Sam Waterston in this movie, young man, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's weird. It's odd seeing him that young. I mean, granted, he's probably, what, 40? Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> 35, Maybe. 40. Yeah. He just looks like a baby. <laughs> but uh, just compared to what we're used to seeing him as, he is a guy who needs to be in charge mm-hmm. because he's he understands what it is. When Ned Beatty freaks out, he's like, I don't think that he's doing any, we don't need to worry about him. All these, you pissed him off. He's leave having it alone, fun. He'll get bored and he'll yeah, stop. Leave it alone. But you didn't leave it alone. You, you kept, had to push it, didn't you? Yeah, you had to push it, LaRusso. Didn't you? If they had left it alone, yeah. he, he would have been like, oh, so I'm not getting anything out of this shit. Because once he gets going, he he knew we're not stopping him. Mm-hmm. We're not going to stop him. So let's just kind of let it fucking go. Yeah. And then he stays involved with it because he's like. He's forced to. Yeah. Well, and he also stays as in it because he said, remember at one point, you, you don't have to go. Oh, I'm going to be there. Oh, well, yeah. Because he knows I'm the only one who's going to get this guy in alive. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> got to see how this plays out. I have got to see how this shit plays out. Even this to the end magic. where what happens and mm-hmm. he and the KGB guy are like, yeah, probably stays dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the son of a bitch is finally dead. Oh, the son of a bitch stays dead. The son of a bitch better stay dead. Yeah. He and the Russian know yeah. what happened. They know without question, oh man, we're going to shut up because that's the only way to avoid further embarrassment. Yes. This is the guy who... I, I, Ned Beatty's character is the dude that you fucked with in elementary school because they were going to get that much more upset. And instead of letting it go, they're going to get madder and madder. And you're like, fuck, you're, you're encouraging us right yes. now. You're just encouraging us. And they both realize, let it fucking go, and this is over now. Yep. We don't. We are going to get so much more embarrassed, so... Yeah, looks, yes, you are right. It does appear as though he is dead. (laughs) There you go. That's where we're leaving it. He is dead. Lovely. How about some lunch? Mm Mm-hmm. But that's that's not how it always works in this way. No. It's really smart. It's funny. And the, the... just, it's just that, charming. Yeah, it's exactly. It's charming. It's very charade-like in the in, yes. in how endearing it is. Yes. Just because, I mean, 
is not violent, but the action, as it were, in it engages. Because it's oh, little yeah, tiny yeah. moments that like, fuck yeah, that's cool. It's it, just a cool movie. Yeah, it's a cool movie. And it's one that I would wager. Yeah, there are all these things where when lawyers, and this blows my mind to hear, when lawyers are asked about movies that have courtrooms in them, courtroom scenes, do you know what movie all lawyers say gets it right? Star Chamber. My Cousin Vinny. Oh. They were like, all the other shit, no. But for courtroom procedure, My Cousin Vinny is correct. What's that a ute? is what it's like. And with this, I would imagine folks from the CIA, it's like, so what's, what movie best captures what it's like working in the CIA? You're like, yeah, that one. <laughs> that one, it's, it's small contacts. It's, it's it, you know. It's, everything is very, very stripped down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the director it's the same director that did Scrooge with Albert Finney and yeah. it's the same colors almost it's yeah obviously not Christmas but yeah. it's it's just kind of yeah matter of well, fact they're all in exotic locations yeah. quote unquote uh-huh. but they're it's just there it's not a James Bond version no, of the no, exotic no, 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 locations no no no, no, no 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 not at all yeah they go to London and they're not in the you know the the sexy part it's no, no this is real. Yeah, they're down. getting a shot of the of the skyline through the London Eye. Yeah, they're going. They go to Bermuda, and it's just on the dock of it. Okay, yep, sure, why not? Yeah, it's commonplace. Yeah, it, it's where you'd go because you wouldn't want to attract a lot of attention. Right, right. almost as if you they just, are being clandestine yeah, of some sort. Not drawing much attention to yourself, or just some schlubby American. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> not some. Chiseled supermodel, yeah. walking around in a really expensive suit. Yeah, fucking bes- that guy. He's right yeah. there. A bespoke suit wearing guy in a two million dollars sports car comes <laughs> rolling up like, huh? It's a schlub in a, yeah, in a shitty old shitty truck. Old truck. Yeah, yeah. And and everything about him screams, "I am not with the CIA." Yes, almost like they'd want it to be in real life. Nope, right. not CIA. No, no, nope. no, 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 nope. no. That's madness, sir. That's the charm of it. It is the effortless charm of this movie because it pulls you in and it holds you the whole time. Yeah. I mean, from beginning to end, and part, of the mo- part of that is the fact that mo- a lot of movies you look at and you're like, I could see trimming this scene. I cannot think of a single shot in this movie that I would, that I would cut. It is, what's the runtime on minutes? this thing? 105 minutes. Five. And... If if you were to say how much could you cut it down, I could look at it and go by trimming a frame. I could maybe get it down to one hundred and three, maybe. But that would be like literally trimming a frame off of every cut. I cannot imagine no. how you could make this movie work if it was. It, it is perfectly constructed. Yeah, and again, this is a film that I saw the description of on the Criterion website before it came out. And I was like, I'll get that. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. I'll try. I'll try it. Cause it was, it was during one of my Criterion buying Jags. Right. And that one, I was just, yeah, I'll get that. Why not? And immediately was okay. Glad. Cause you know what it's like. Sometimes you buy that movie without having seen it first. And your response is oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes. Sure. sure. It really works out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes it works out. And this is one that I said, and my call was, of all of the ones that we've done for the Criterion thing so far that you hadn't seen, mm. this one's probably going to be your favorite. Oh, yeah. Just because it's so, I, I know I, you. You know me, I'm a yeah. fan of the little things. Exactly. There's this great exchange between um, Mathow's character and um, her, like, blanking out. Glenda Jackson. Glenda Jackson, uh-huh. where um, 
early on in the film, she takes him to her place. Mm-hmm. And he says, well, how about ham and eggs and a beer? Mm-hmm. So they go down to make that happen. Yeah. She's making the eggs. He's grabbing a beer. Uh-huh. Uh, what did you have? Gin and ginger ale? I oh, mine was never. never. Drink mine gin. was never gin, gin and ginger ale, uh-huh. which lays out, he's probably had a few of these. Yeah. Uh, he's maybe getting a few mixed up, or maybe he's just kind of, oh, yeah. He has history. He yeah. gives you history uh-huh. with just a little bit of dialogue and a little yeah. bit of interaction. Like, mm-hmm. okay, gives you uh, a, a peek into his past yeah. and their interaction together, yeah. which is as close as domestic bliss as you're going to yeah. get. Yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah. Oh, mine is the whatever wine in the fridge yeah. next to the beer. Oh, Thanks okay. Beer. Where's, the, where's the bottle opener? Right in front of you. And what oh. I love is as he picks it up, she places the glasses on yeah. the table in Part front of, the of them. On the table in, in front, of, front you. of you. Oh. All right. <laughs> it's like watching your parents. Yeah, yeah. And that's like that's what you're able to do yeah. when you have two actors that are that good. And it, that scene plays out like a stage play mm. because it's all one shot. Yeah, this well, movie, if you look at it, there are a lot of long takes in it that you don't realize are long because they move. What's happening in the frame is moving so quickly. And very interesting. There's that yeah. uh, one shot where they're meeting with the um, British equivalent. Mm-hmm. And it starts from the starts from the window, mm-hmm. moves back and across the room. Yeah. Rather than just going straight to the desk shop right, and uh-huh. talking, which Gives they could have sp- done. Yeah, but they, they, they give you the space. They like, give you the space. Well, of course, we would never have something like this happen to us. Hands you know, across the ocean and all that. Hands across the ocean and all of that. Fuck <laughs> 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 you. Uh, I shot a tiger in India once. <laughs> yeah. I was there visiting the Raja on behalf of Her Majesty. <laughs> it's like, I, I see... The, just the, the the calmness of that. But then you cut to Mathau meeting with the publisher yeah. in the pub. Perfect. And how perfect it is, because it is just pub, two guys talking. Yeah. They happen to be talking about something wildly important, but they're just two guys talking. There's two guys talking. And it flows so well. And th- the publisher, the way he handles his shit, doesn't flinch when no. they come in. He's like, so does that mean you'll break in here one night, or are you talking about bombs in our offices? You said it. Not us. Oh, okay. Okay, well, fine. Let me tell you the atomic and subatomic <laughs> motherfucker. It is copied. It is everywhere. We will not use a publishing house. You kill me. This book is still coming out. Yeah. And what he didn't say, what he didn't need to say is, if you kill me, you just doubled the sale. Yeah. yeah the much. sales of this book. It's coming out. You will not be able to stop it. And anything you do at this point... You're screwing yourself over. Yeah. Joe Cutter, uh, Sam Waterston, you see him standing there watching it like, I fucking know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And when they leave, he stops, shakes the man's hand. Thank you. Thank you. He is, he's the guy that you want in charge. Yeah. But he's the guy who doesn't become much higher up in charge because he doesn't have the ambition to fuck over people to get there. Right. Meyerson. Getting where he got from the Dirty Tricks division, he fucked over people. Right. He's got recordings and photographs in a safe. Of, he's got something on everybody. Yeah, Joe Cutter is a guy who wants to do his job. Yeah, he wants to do his. He wants to get full credit, not extra credit. He wants to do the job. Well, and hopscotch too. If there were made hopscotch mm. too, mm. a sandwich or something, <laughs> Joe Cutter would be in that position. Yeah, we'd start off the film with him. Yeah, in that well, except that movie would be so boring because it'd be like, well, this guy's doing be. this. Okay, cool, 
Great. What were you doing about it? Nothing. He'll get bored. He'll be fine. Credits roll. It is a single scene. It's a five-minute long movie. Hopscotch 2, Joe Cutter is rational. Yeah. If I had a lot of money and sets and all that, I would just do that. I would do a series of films called Unnecessary Sequels to Perfect Films. Yes. It'd be one scene. And this is one of those, for all of the stuff Sam Watterson has done, and I still think the only thing that might be better than this is- Mind Walk? Is the uh, um, the Saturday Night Live ad for insurance for old people against yes. robot attacks for when the metal ones old glory insurance <laughs> for when the metal ones come because old people are because robots are strong and yes. they need our medicine old people's medicine as fuel that is the only thing he's done that I think might be better than this and if I ever met him I'd just be like okay. I want to talk about hopscotch because <laughs> fucking a that movie is so good and he is. Perfect. Yeah. Because he's the foil. I love that you, he, for lack of any other way to put it, he is straight up on Mathau's side yeah. the whole time. Yes. And he doesn't even try to hide it. It's like, eh, that's a bad idea. Just let it go. No, seriously. All right. Let it fucking go. Just giving you my two cents, boss. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's not going to work out. Yeah. Yes, it will. No, okay, sure. No. All right. Well, all right. Yeah, I know we'll the guy. This. I know how I was works. trained by him, but yeah, but whatever, you know. Whatever. What do I know? Yeah, I don't know him at all. Mm-hmm. And everyone, even down, I love that even with this, the two, uh, the two junior guys, the bald guy and Matthew's son. Yeah, Russ, <laughs> give him a kiss for me and tell him I miss them. Yes, and tell him I'll call. Uh, those two guys are even developed, and you can just see in their faces. Oh my God, we are in so. Far over our heads. Yes. We are stuck following this idiot. Right. Oh, shit. This idiot. <sighs> God damn it. Yeah. It's good. It, it really is just a wonderful, engrossing, and engaging, and just... <clears throat> it, it's a wonderful movie. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's one of those... It's that, so good. Yeah, I love showing this to people who've never heard of it, because most people have never heard of it. Right. And uh, I think as Burkhart said on our on our site when I said we were doing it, he was like, back when I worked at the video store, that was one I always recommended because it never failed to to, to please the audience. It yeah, never it failed. It delivers to enjoy. the goods. Yeah, and it's it's simple. It does. It follows kind of this tr- typical dramatic structure, except it doesn't add all the unnecessary bullshit. You don't have to have oh, then there's this, and oh, it almost falls. We didn't apart, have to with yeah. this character, and I think if it were a less charming. Lead, mm-hmm. you would see that. Yeah, you'd, you'd need to have it. something like that. Like, yeah. Okay, all right. How do if you we don't do care if you don't like him so much. Right. If he's not charming you completely, uh-huh. you would you would want more things to happen. Right. Oh, fuck this. It wouldn't go so smooth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, would, be, it would be like that. But mm. because everything, you like him so yeah. much, and he, you're so on his side. Yeah. He is so effortlessly yeah. charming. That's and you right. do look at him from this, wow, this guy... I'm glad this guy's on our side. Right. This is the guy I want doing shit for me. Yes. He's perfect. Yeah, I, I genuinely, I love any chance I get to see this movie. It's good. You really should do. go see it. Yeah. Is there anything else we need to say about it? No. Nope. All right. So before we jump into our, uh, our farewell, I want to thank all those of you who listen to the show. If you are someone who has been with us, you know, or just discovering us, great. For those of us who, those of you who have been with us through three hundred episodes, my 
God, yeah. you all have a lot of stamina. Good Lord, yeah. I haven't even listened to all 300 of these. No. Uh, there was a time when I would listen to them after we'd record them, but now it's like, fuck, who has that energy? Yeah, who wants to do that? Man. I mean, yeah, everyone yeah. should do that. And actually, go ahead and rate and review us on iTunes. We Please. need that. Check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com. Email us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com or call 512-666-RANT. That way you can talk to us. Uh, give us some messages. Let us know what's happening. Uh, next week, we will move on to Criterion Spine Number 175, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And now that I've actually been to Vegas, it will be interesting to see how I approach this movie differently. Doing drugs in a town. How dare you. Yes. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will catch you all next time. This is some bearskin rug music, isn't it? Mm. Champagne on ice. Pink champagne. Fire. Ooh, I can't play it, but... God, I do like this one. But anyway, everyone, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.